Hey, Steve, what's up? Yo, hey, what's up, man? How are you? I'm Tom. Right, good Tom. to meet you. You likewise. How's everything? Well, everything's good, man. How are you? Doing good, man. I'm just glad I got a hold of you, you know, to do this interview. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm excited to do it. Awesome. I want to, you know, definitely talk about some of your history, talk about your work with Avant, some of your other hits. You know, mm -hmm. I looked up your whole discography. Obviously, I know a lot of your music already, but I wanted to make sure I didn't miss any of the, the gems. So let's... Yeah. Uh, We'll start at the beginning, though. Um, take me back to your first placement as as a producer and songwriter. What you remember about that, and which placement it was? Oh man, ooh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear I'm you now. Back. Yeah, I'm back. All right, okay. somebody's trying to call. So, uh, you know, I started out my my history starting out as as was like gospel music. You know, mm. so I'm a, like church baby, learned to play bass. I'm a bass player by trade, so I learned to play bass in church. And so gospel was like the first, uh, was the first music that I started. And my first placement was with Fred Hammond of Commission. Wow. Commission. Um, yeah, yeah. If, if you're familiar. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, it, it was... It was a, a, a an exciting um, opportunity. I mean, especially with somebody as big as him at the time. We were, uh, you know, playing and touring because I started out touring bass, and so he was a he was a. We both played for the Winans, and mm -hmm. so uh, he was. Uh, we we admired one another. So when he went solo, actually from the group, uh, my first placement was with him, and I mean it was a great. But yeah, so I, your feeling was great, man. It, it it was it was really uh it was a great feeling, kind of surreal. Then you know, music has been my life, and then to think, yeah. you know what I mean, like certain people that you know I grew up listening to, grew up loving, and then I end up working with and end up producing. And Fred Hammond, I mean, at that time, you know, that was like a, a serious uh, plug. And uh, I went to Detroit. We went down, I went down and uh, ended up, you know, supposed to do, supposed to do one song and, you know, hey, what else you got? And yeah. ended up being like two or three songs. And I worked with two or three of his other groups at the time. So I've made like three placements off of one, the first, my first placement. So, you know, just a, just a great feeling, but a sign of things to come, I think, you know, it's right. a sign to, to, of, 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 you know, maybe, maybe, you know, me being a musician and turning into producer, you know, um maybe that's something i needed to really consider you right. know i never set out to be like oh i want to be a producer yeah. that's really what i want to be i was a musician and i was playing and you know making a lot of you know making good great money touring <laughs> um but in my head i knew i knew there was something more as far as being able to leave a legacy, you know, with songs, because songs are forever. You know, they, they right. the world can blow up, and songs yeah. are still going to be here. So exactly. it was great. It was it was great. Fred Hammond, though, yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. So obviously, I, you know, I first took notice of your work when you did Avant's debut album, My Thoughts, two mm thousand. -hmm. Yeah. I can still remember where I was when I bought the CD. You know, as an oh RV wow, member, but but um, you know, reading the history of of, of that album, you know, mm -hmm. separated the first single. You guys put that out before he even signed if i remember correctly yeah so, talk yeah. about take us through even how you met avant and then working that single and all that <clears throat> yeah i um <clears throat> so before uh, in nine uh 
what was it, 98 or 9, 98 or 9? I went on tour with R. Kelly. It was the Mr. Biggs tour oh, with man. the whole Brown Isley and the down low and that whole thing. And so uh, Avant's manager at the time, actually, his name is Eric Payton, he was on tour and we did a world tour, you know, we did the the uh, the leg overseas, and then we did the U.S. side. And I just remember this guy, he was always around. He actually was responsible for discovering R. Kelly. His name's Eric, Pay Eric Payton. So I would see him on, you know, he was always around. We never really spoke, but after tour was over, um, I actually saw him on Michigan Avenue, like, you know, walking. I was with, actually with Sparkle at the time, which was oh, our wow. Kelly's artist. And we were dating at the time. And and and, and we bumped into one another uh, right on this main thoroughfare. And he just pulled over and he's like, yo. And I'm like, yo, man, I remember, you know, I remember you from, from tour, you know, like what's happening, what's going on? He's like, man, you produce, right? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. What's happening? He's like, man, I got to this guy, man, he's from Cleveland. His name is Avant. He's super dope. He's super dope, man. And it's like, you know, he got, got some demos. I've been trying to get him a deal, but doesn't really, you know, like I want to play the demo for you, but it doesn't really sound good. But at that point, you know, uh, producers can hear through demos. I just needed to hear the first second, you know, and I would, I would, I would know, um, you know, if I was interested in, it, I would know his ability. And 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 so we pulled over, and he played. A couple demos that were, you know, so oh, they were okay, you know, when you're trying yeah. to, at that time, trying to make things happen. But I could hear his voice. I could hear his tone. I could hear his passion. You know, it was almost like I was hearing somebody that I knew. So he said, man, do you mind if I call him, you know, on the phone? And I'm like, yeah, hit it, you know, call him. So he called him. He picked right up. Yo, what's up, E? What's good? He, man, that's guy, man. We've been on tour, you know, with R. Kelly. It's like, man, I just played him your demo, man. He want to do some stuff with you, you know. He's like, man. So we talked, and I was so um, immediately, immediately, he just starts singing. Avon <laughs> is a testament and a blueprint for anybody trying to make it in this game as an artist. Is being that being ready to sing, you know? I yeah. sing. Well, let me hear you. Some yeah, I didn't even have to ask them. He just started singing, singing all kind of songs. So immediately I was like, yo, I'm in. Listen, what I'm going to do, I said, I'm going to give you a call. Got his number. I said, and what we, I'm going to write three tracks, and I'm going to send them to, or we're going to work over the phone. So before social media, before any of that, we wrote, we wrote these songs over the phone. And then he flew mm -hmm. in uh, like maybe a month or so later. I had the tracks ready. And um, he came to town and actually my engineer, Peter Mokrin, who actually was R. Kelly's engineer at the time, he had moved to L.A. He came back for Christmas break and he heard the stuff and he's like, hey, man, this is so hot, man. I, man, I'll mix it for free. Wow. You know, he's like, <laughs> it, it, it was like kind of one of those surreal kind of right yeah. place, right time. We had the relation. I had these relationships um, as well. And like, as and, and Eric Payton was making moves with his manager at the time was making moves with him as well. And so uh, he flew in, we cut the songs, you know, we mixed the songs. We went to GCI, um, uh, trying to remember the program director at the time um but we mixed it we mastered three songs and we took it to gci and he was like oh i love this it was all love like out of the gate 
and uh-huh. he started playing a song. Um, actually, it was a it was a song called "I Want to Know" that was the local song that blew up first. Wow. And he started playing. He used to have a nine, a top nine at nine. And I remember when they first played it, it started out slow rotation, which would be you know like ten o'clock, eleven, midnight. Yeah. And I remember somebody said, "Man, you heard your song." Called me, said, "I heard your song on the radio, man, Avant, man, oh my God." Uh, and he, uh, I remember I, I turned the radio on and it was going off and they were like, okay, this is new something from Chicago, blase. And I remember a cab driver car. He's like, man, I'm a cab driver. And I, you played a song. Could you play it one more time? Could you just please play it one more time? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the cool thing, they were like, you know what? We're going to spin it again. Wow. We spent it again. And so three days later, he was like at like nine at the top nine at nine. And then like four days later, he was number one. He was wow. the top at nine and nine. Yeah. And then the, the snowball started happening from that point. So we met, we technically met on the street on the phone. <laughs> That's amazing, yeah. man. Yeah. I love that yeah. story. Yeah. So the My Thoughts album, like we mentioned, you know, just celebrate 20th anniversary. What do you remember about, you said there was three songs you had created prior to the getting signed. What do you remember about creating the rest of the album? Uh, you know, we, we so <clears throat> I was living in Indianapolis at the same, at the at the time. So I was living actually Chicago and Indianapolis. My attorney was in Indianapolis. We built a studio there. So then that's where I met Kiki Wyatt. That's mm. kind of, we'll get to that. But, but, of uh, uh, um, so I was kind of in transition back to Chicago and um, we started, uh, we, man, there was an Amish, Amish guy who had a studio <laughs> Interesting. In the, on the north side in his basement. I'm talking about washer and dryer, speaker, board. I brought my <laughs> gear. We found him. It was called Horse Drawn Productions. Oh my goodness! <laughs> this is this you is, can't this make this up. You can't make this up. It's <laughs> called Horse Drawn Production. I will never forget him. I forget his name at the moment, but because actually you're bringing a lot of memories up. Yeah. Um, and he, we got in there, man. We got in the studio, and he had a really good sound, man. And we were recording, man, the entire album in this guy's basement, man. And he like. We couldn't work on the weekends because religiously they can't power. It was that whole thing, bro. Mm. So um, we just really got real cool, real close. Avant flew in. We cut the vocals for the entire album. And, you know, it was like Avant became instantly my brother because, you know, we record and when you got a vibe and, you know, the creative thing. And then we were kind of like, you know, we were just – you know, like we just hit it off. We really, really hit it off. And um, so we were kind of inseparable. So Avant was from Cleveland, mm-hmm. but he was pretty much living in Chicago for, at that point on. And so we just were working, working there every day. We were cutting songs every day, every day. I cut a song, I cut a track, he come in. Man, you know, I hear something, we hear a hook. Yeah. Sit, we write the song, I might have a hook. He comes in. I got. I would normally like get a, a track going of some sort or some kind, and and uh, that was the experience of the album. It was it was in a dark basement. That's amazing. Of an Amish engineer 
who was super awesome. And we cut that entire album there. Peter and Mokran ended up mixing it again as well, uh, mixing that project. And um, we went everywhere. Everybody loved it. Everybody was excited. And then sec next three days, we're not interested. We're oh. not interested. Sounds too much like our Kelly. Oh, oh, we have this. Oh, we have that. We went to every label. We had home numbers. You know, back then we had home. We had fax numbers. We had every number, <laughs> the house number, everything. Oh, this is going to be crazy. Oh, my God. And then three days later, it was like, we're not interested. So we went, we, you're talking about, you only need one yes. Yeah. Be encouraged. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Guys making music, producing, writing songs. You, you no matter you gotta get no's to, 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 to be initiated, you know what I'm saying, uh, consecrated and baptized into this game. And 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 uh I recall I re so 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 the songs start blowing up. Mavant in Chicago was lit and people were interested, but they canceled. Remember, MCA had made a commitment. And MCA actually came back and said, we're not interested again. So it's like, man, what is, the, what, what is this? Because we knew the music was lit. We know yeah. the album is dope. Yeah. And let me tell you what happened. Peter Mokren, the engineer, I'm going to bring his name up because in L.A., he had moved back to L.A. He went back to L.A. There was a, a production assistant or something, a guy, friend that will come and, you know, one of the guys, like, can I hang out? Can I assist yeah. you? I'll get coffee. I'll do whatever. And this guy worked for Magic Johnson. Oh, man. Bro. It's unbelievable. Tom, Magic Johnson had just striked the deal with MCA Records. And when MCA refused a month later, he walked into his office and said, what the fuck is who, who, who like these guys like playing it loud, like getting the office ready for the day. And he Magic's just like, what is that? Who who is that? Get him on the phone. Next thing I know, Magic's all, all my all our phones flies to L.A. picks me up in his continental pink uh, a, a sky blue uh, white rag top a continental tee uh, Rolls Royce and the rest is history. That's unbelievable. That's story yeah, is unbelievable. That's a crazy story, right? <laughs> And wow. and it you know it was it was it, it it was no it was impossible to stop at that time um, that project because Chicago was rocking so hard with it and it was impossible. I mean you know, um, uh, his his name is going to come back to me. Um, the program director, but you know he broke. Yeah. Chicago broke everybody. Broke yeah. you know. Uh, um, everybody chicago yeah. was the mecca and so we were getting these plays right under jay-z whoever yeah. was out avant was just staying there and records would come and go in between he'd be number four he'd be hmm. number three he'd be number two you know so all of this you know uh hip-hop urban music was going avant was named was just staying in the top yeah. five and the top ten and so um, it, it was it was just amazing. It was amazing, and that album went multi platinum, and you know, yeah. a bunch of singles, and yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's so many songs I would love to touch on. You know, we don't have a whole lot of time, but yeah, I love the song "Getaway." Man, I always feel like that could have been a single, but I want to talk yes. about you know the duets with Kiki Wyatt that you did, not yeah. only for his yeah. album but for her yeah. album as well. Talk mm -hmm. about how those came together. 
Yeah, so when Avant got the deal and we put separated out, I had still had Kiki Wyatt in my back pocket, and she was in Indianapolis. And so when I would go back and forth there, because I had a studio there as well, and a friend of mine, a guy named Chris Kelly, he he let her, he let me hear her sing, and she was had a big name there in Indianapolis, and it was, uh, I mean. I don't have to say anything about her ability and her talent. And I met her mom and dad and family. And I just told her, I said, I guarantee you, as long as I'm alive, I'm going to see to it that you are out and that you make it because the world has to hear you sing, blah, 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 all of that. And so Avon got the deal. We came out, we separated. And then I decided to, as we were doing back then, to piggyback an artist you know, on the coattails of another artist. And so My First Love, um, which is a song that Angela Wimbush yeah. um, wrote, Renee and Angela, um, I wanted to do something to honor her. I was just getting to know her, and I loved that song, of course. And then I, I remember I brought the um, Chicago Symphony Orchestra in to do mm -hmm. live strings on it. And so... Wow. And, always in my mind through uh, always in my head I was going to put Kiki on the song he heard her I brought the idea to him he was like oh man of course Kiki Wyatt <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah we made it happen she came in sang it and killed it and mixed it and so I put that out second we, we put that out second and then that was what ushered her deal and album um with mca records so so that was just a really dope time um yeah, yeah. so that 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 was that was uh that you were mentioning the, the some of the songs that was the that was why the second song was my first love to get kiki out and, Got it. and yeah yeah man and then the rest was history for her as well i mean the rest was history yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> produced her Produced her full album. Her album went platinum right away. Went gold went platinum right away. And uh, yeah, it, it is just you know I've been blessed, man, to work with some amazingly talented um, people doing what I do. And um, I mean these songs, man, still to this day, you know, are are still being played. You know, I gotta mention a song that I've always loved that you did the the Isley Brothers song you put Yvonne on, Secret Lover. Yeah, and that song to this day I still play it in heavy rotation. That was such yeah. an amazing song. Yeah, that's that another. One. Yeah, that was another double platinum record. I did that record. Me, uh, I did a, a myself, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, R. Kelly, and Raphael Sadiq. So, and that that was a big. I was an amazing album as well. Yeah, and then you, you did some work on Dave Hollister's album Chicago '85, the movie as well. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and and Dave is we like church. We go back like church guys. Like so, okay. I knew him from yeah from church, and we were brothers. And he was you know from Chicago or Indiana or something like that. But mm -hmm. either either way, uh, you know, we knew one another, and eventually it was you know like the people started calling saying, "Hey, give me you know, man, I need a track." Yeah. And so we linked up and he came in and, and that, that was another great album as well. Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a great singer. Yeah. I want to touch on all these, these albums you worked with Avant on. So you came back with ecstasy, his second album, right. you came with that huge single making good love. What do you remember approaching that album? You know, mm -hmm. after coming off the huge success of the first one? Yeah. So <clears throat> funny thing is, um, I, I ended up, uh, I, I ended up with the opportunity to buy Battery Studios in Chicago, so that, oh. which is Jive Records owned, you know, New York, 
Chicago, London, I uh, think maybe LA, uh, something like that. But I was booking it out of pocket and pretty much because R. Kelly had all the studios sold up at, t at that particular time. <laughs> But wow. <laughs> yeah, but but I started like paying out of pocket, and I don't know if he heard I was over there, and he's like, "Oh, I don't, I'm, I'm gonna go work there." Good because that <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> oh boy, the tea, the tea I could <laughs> spill, but we don't have the yeah, time. It's all right. So, so 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 I started um you know just paying out of pocket and i just we were getting ready for the um next project so it was at that point i was like cutting songs and i went from like bass player touring to you know Vance thing starting up that album heating up and then i kind of like got off the tour stuff and started um you know just going in the studio and producing 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 pr producing writing writing tracks writing songs so on and so forth so when it came time for the work to work on the second album i had a bunch of stuff done and it was just a matter of avant coming in you know kick it checking in check him into his hotel go shoot some pool go yeah. bowling call some females go you know what i mean and then get ready the next day and just from morning to night Hey, hey, man, I was, man, I was, you know, thinking I had this idea. So Avant would come with a lot of ideas that he would, of course, as a writer. Mm -hmm. And so they would either fit with a song or we would, I would make something to go with it. And then we'd write the song or I'd already have something. And then we'd write from scratch with that. And so, uh, yeah, making good love, man. I t honestly, when I look at it in retrospect, it's really a kind of, borrow from Benny and the Jets. Okay. I never you know, thought about that. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I mean, we make good love all night when we make love all <laughs> You shouldn't night. say you it too loud. <laughs> you right. <laughs> well, it's, uh, even back then, we were. I made sure that there was, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? No, yeah. yeah. So, so it was, and, and at that time, labels, you know, they had a complete division on samples. So okay. it would go through rigorous uh scrutiny um and there's some songs that had that sounded nothing like other songs that i ended up having to give publishing away because they just didn't want to run into any problems but yeah that song was just uh you know we were just vibing man we were just writing man just coming up with you know whatever we felt at the time was was you know was the 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 tone back then and really it was about love making and you yeah. know the love scene and all of that so gotcha yeah dope album and then yeah. you, you had a song with joe treat her like a lady mm -hmm. it came a single as well you remember yeah. that one you yeah remember about that yeah one? yeah that, that was that was one that i remember i had a catching the vibe you know i was writing and and you know i grabbed my guitar and i remember i was playing and i just remember when uh i remember al green did that one song um i can't remember the name of it slipping my mind but he you could hear him you know like dun, 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 yeah. you hear him stomping and i turned the mic on went in the studio and started stomping on the ground so I recorded that, put drums to it, and that song, I wrote that song in like 15 minutes. Tell me when was the last time you brought her roses home from work? Tell me when was the last time you rubbed her feet when she said they hurt? 
Tell me when was the last time you wrote a card to tell her how you feel. Mm. Tell me when was the last time you stopped to cook her a late night meal. Tell me how long will it be before you treat her like your queen. I wrote that song. Von didn't want to do that one. We didn't know you had vocals, man. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I had no well, idea. You know I have an album out. Yeah, I still Steve Stonehuff, I promise. Um, but so so what happened when I was working in the studio, it was Jive Studio, the studio manager was in charge of, you know, that was Britney Spears, Justin, the whole in uh the whole uh, the jive was going nuts and the the manager of the studio Wayne Williams DJ Wayne Williams actually heard the song and he was like don't play this for nobody don't <laughs> let nobody hear this do promise me I'm like yeah he's like I'm gonna call you tomorrow and he called me tomorrow he called me the next day and he's like he called a label actually got the song to the label the president was like Joe 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 heard it get to Chicago immediately Came to Chicago. Yes. Came to Chicago. Teddy Riley had did the majority, if not his whole album, and then Joe produced. The album was done, and they said, it's not done till we do that song. We cut that song, and that was ended up being the first single. So me, wow. Teddy Riley, was in the studio, and he was in, at Battery in New York. So I cracked a joke cutting the song with the president because he came, he loved this song so much. He was very involved. He'd come to the studio and listening, you know, yeah. and I said, man, you know, I'm, I know they were getting out of the studio business in Chicago. And I said, man, you should, you should, should sell me the studio. He said, what? So you should sell me battery in Chicago. And he was like, yeah, you want me to sell you? The, yeah. Okay. Steve. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I said, you closing it down. Right. He said, yeah, we're thinking about it, you know? So he's like, but we, you know, we, whatever. I wake up the next morning to come in and cut vocals on Joe, and I get a call to go see Business Affairs. So you want to buy the studio? We want you to have the studio. So what? we're going to give you the studio. We're going to pay half for the studio. So million-dollar studio, SSL, everything you but we're gonna give it to you for two fifty. We're gonna pay the other two fifty, and we will pay your employees for six months. And we'll give <laughs> you six. We'll give you six months to pay for the studio. Paid them cash in six months. They paid the uh, employees for six months, and then I owned the studio, and that's how I ended up buying Battery Studio. So now I no longer had to book it. Yeah, <laughs> it was my studio, and that's where I was working every day. And so now Avant comes, and we basically would sleep at the studio, party yeah. at the studio, after hours at the studio, <laughs> literally oh, living at the studio. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's I a crazy that. story, right? That is, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> they know. gave me a publish, and they gave me a publishing deal as well. Wow, I'll <laughs> treat, treat her like a lady. That's that really insane. made some people in Chicago super yeah. pissed. Oh, jeez. Artists super, super, yeah. super pissed, super hating me. I can me, imagine. Super, yeah, super wanting me eliminated, like a lot of, lot oh. of tea, a lot of tea we could go into. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> we'll move on. I got I to gotta go into the next Devon album, Private Room. 
Yes. Um, and, and in my opinion, you know, I love your work on the first two albums. I believe mm-hmm. this was your strongest work for Avant. Yeah. That's my yeah. opinion. Yeah. You know, the, from the intro, the song AV, Read Your yeah. Mind, Don't yeah. Take Your Love Away. Yeah. Um, seems to be, I love that one too. Everything yeah. about that one too. Yeah. I mean, I love those songs. I mean, talk about creating that album. Yeah, we were in a we were in a real serious groove at that point, you mm-hmm. know. Um, <clears throat> and 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 you know, I was kind of like, I mean, I was making songs every day at that point. And I'm a bass player. Um, you know, I didn't learn classically; I learned to play by ear, like I said in church. So you know, everything was really about the. I remember I made that a very a, approached that album from a bass player's standpoint, and. Um, you know that 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 record was just at a very good time i think um we were you know we 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 were on a it, the crazy thing we were working so much that we were working 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 and songs were just, we just had a we just were doing what we do it was yeah. really nothing other than you know us getting in i remember when he came and the first thing i had was doom, 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 doom. He said, he walked in the door from the airport. I can reach your mind, babe. I know what you're thinking. It's all right. I wanted to make the song just very minimal and just very just soft, but, but thumping with bass. And that's what started that project. Wow, that's dope. You man. know, and, and and I love old school. So you know, don't take your love away. It's like songs like that. Like I can write like that stuff. Like because I grew up on soul music. So you know, dun 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 dun. Then I brought the Chicago Symphony Orchestra back in for that <laughs> song. <laughs> that's so epic. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a guy Tom Tom who did horns for. You know, it's Phil Collins, Earth, Wind, and Fire. He was a good friend. OG, super, super triple OG back then. And um, I knew him. He knew the work. And he's like, man, you need to make something, man, for me to, you know what I mean? I need I got something else. I let me write some yeah. more. And he did the string arrangements for that. So that was a great album as well. But it was just Absolutely. a vibe, man. It was, it was just a vibe. To this Absolutely. day. To this day. To this day. You know, there's so so much I could talk about what you've done with Avant. I wouldn't even talk about his director album. I love the song you did on there, Right Place, Wrong Time. Right. I absolutely right. love that song. Right. But there's so right. many. But, you know, since we're almost out of time, you know, we could be talking yeah. for so long. Every day. Absolutely. Why don't you catch us up about some of the recent stuff? I feel so bad I missed the album you had out. We definitely got to support that now on the site and everything. But talk about some of the more recent stuff you've had going on and what we can expect next from you. Yeah. Um. That, so my my project is called I Promise. Um, check it out. It's basically reminiscent of my production. Um, I think I did 14 songs on that, uh, that landed a deal with, uh, uh, uh Empire Distribution. Mm, wow. And, um, yeah, so you can go check that out on all of the social sites. Um, videos as well. I cut videos on, I think, four or five of the songs. I'm working on a new project now. And there's, I'm working on about three albums now. Some known, some, uh, some new artists. Um, the known ones, 
just because right now I don't, it's not really a secret. It's just right now. So some people yeah. don't need to know that. Gotcha. <laughs> now, but yeah, I'm still working. My daughter, Micah J. Um, Huff, Micah J. She's a 14 year old rapper in Atlanta. Uh, we're about to finish her album up. She's bl she's blowing up and, you know, hot heat seeking in Atlanta. Um, then my son, Caleb James, did some songs on him. He's part of the Save Money Collection, which is Chance the Rapper, uh, Vic Menza, uh, Joey Perb. This is rap stuff. Um, so, yeah, just I'm still still writing, still creating, still producing. Awesome. You yeah. know, I, I got to say, thinking real quick about this interview and, and the stories you shared with us. I'll never think about Avant the same way that debut album. Recording that album in the Amish kids' basement, the grind that happened. Like, I will appreciate it so much more knowing what went into that. <laughs> that whole story, with every bit of it was true. And, you know, there's more to it. But yeah. that was really an amazing experience that we had. It was, you know, and I was I was bargaining, you know, it, you know. Things happen in the basement. You know what I mean? It's when yeah, you get yeah. out of the basement that things kind of lag. Yeah. But when you grinding in the basement, going hard, that's where you make your best stuff. But that is like a capsule of of a memory that we will always share. Um, and and that was the inception of my production career. I mean, I was making, you know, because I play with Yolanda Adams. You know, you know, the, the gospel stuff. I was doing a lot. I actually walked away from that to do R and B. So that was just the first big placements with R&B, but that was um, a cherished time. And the funny thing is, I didn't really remember it until you made me think of it again. Now <laughs> I have but that's the great thing. Now I can help share that story. We'll publicize this. You know, get absolutely. It out. Absolutely. And any other time, man, you want to talk, I really appreciate you thinking of me, considering me, man, to interview me and, and you know, anything you need. I appreciate your support um, and everything that you're doing, man. Yes, yeah, Steve, I appreciate it. Well, let's do this again soon. Catch up some more. Anytime. Just let us, me know. Keep us posted on what you got coming out. Just hit me up. We'll get it Absolutely. featured on the site, social media. Cool, Absolutely. man. Okay, All right, man. Steve. All Good right, bro. To you. Tom, Take you care. too. Peace, man. Peace. All right.